Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, brothers and sisters, dear friends. Jazakallah for tuning in to another episode of the Wahda podcast. Before we begin, uh, just a quick uh, side thing we've got in this video in association with Sensible Selections. They do all, all they do utter, they do must, everything, all the patterns you need. I'm going to check them out. The valuable information that you will need will be in the link below in the description, inshallah. And as you can see, I've got a very special guest with me today. Um, Rashida is one of the main ones out there, also a very nice guy. Mr. Omar Issa, how are you doing, bro? Smiling. Well, I'm good, my brother. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, very good. We're just speaking of, um, of uh, talking about how um, uh, just uh, it's a pleasure to have you, man. Like, it's an honor someone as in such high esteem as yourself to be on the podcast. Oh, today. It's, uh, oh, it's a normal brother, alhamdulillah. <laughs> for inviting me on, alhamdulillah. It's uh, it's good to see that brothers are doing uh, you know, a good thing for the Ummah and trying to like, you know, use your kind of, um, like your kind of, you, you know, your, what experiences that you're living through, you're trying to portray them to the Ummah, young brother, mashallah, tabarakallah, because there's many young, uh, many of our young brothers are doing things which, you know, are against uh, our King Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you are trying, like we're all trying to like portray a positive message for our Ummah. And you know, inspire. Okay. So may Allah bless you and your podcast, my brother. I mean. Okay, let's get started, man. How's how's lockdown been for you? It's been a bit of a crazy time, like yeah. Very, very oh, it's crazy. I just I basically started um I basically started recording in the studio again about probably it's been uh, about a month ago, okay. but before that, bro, literally from March mid March to probably like early July. Uh, we were in because my mom's high risk she's she, she's one of the shielding kind of uh, as they call it so you know i look after my mother and uh, i was like very cautious but obviously we have to work on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we have to tie our camel you know so um as they say so i i was in row literally i didn't leave the yard for my mom's sake and my wife as well i got two little kids yeah. so yeah it was interesting bro may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala find a cure for this thing i mean so we can just um, get back to like hugging brothers you know because uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy Obviously, you're an artist. That must have been, is it, was it kind of easy? Obviously, kind of having a bit more time to write. Was it, did you have more time to kind of focus or? Uh, not really, no, because I'm not that kind of guy. Like, if there's, if there's craziness going on, I don't find inspiration in it. Yeah. Um, so, I've, and I also usually do a lot of my work now in the studio. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at a space now when I'm in the studio, subhanAllah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it's not I'm not being arrogant or anything but I basically go off the top of my head now so when okay. I'm when, when I'm singing I'll just I won't write anymore I'll just right. I'll just feed something and I'll write and then I'll just go for that I guess I'm the I'm an I'm a I'm the Nasheed version of Jay-Z I guess but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so so yeah it's been good I couldn't I have to be in the studio I have to be in the studio to work creativity or if I know I'm going to go to the studio then I know but if there was my studios were all closed so I didn't even know what was happening. So I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to just, uh, just take a break and just, uh, just see what happens, what's happening with the world, and just go from there. But as soon as I went into the studio, though, Subhanallah, like, it was go. There was no, uh, like, you know, like some people were, like slowly get into it. My creativity was bursting to come out. Yeah, I kind of wanted to um, talk about your journey as a as a Nasheed artist. You before you were R and B singer, right? Yeah, R&B, yeah, R&B pop, flashing, yeah. R&B pop. How was it kind of transitioning from uh, that genre of music to becoming a Nishida artist, kind of doing acapellas, etc.? How was that? 
Uh, well, I was, uh, before I, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided me to Islam, which was in 2011, I used to like have three guitars and a, and a keyboard. So I used to like play the guitar and that was my kind of music of genre I used to do, you know, guitar, guitarist playing the guitar, me singing and all that kind of stuff. So it, it obviously is a huge transition because obviously you go yeah. from finding out, I, when I started doing research and about the deen and wanted to come back to Islam because of the emptiness I was feeling, um, basically I found out about certain things. And when I came across the saying of instruments not being permissible, um, it was kind of, for me, it was like, oh my God, like if I'm, I'd start giving up everything in my life, like interest, um, other, other things in my life, I was getting rid of everything. And then this, this, this massive uh, hurdle came in front of me that said the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, um, you know, instruments are not permissible in, in Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. And I was like, whoa, like, man, so does this mean I have to get rid of my instruments? So I did. I got rid of all of them. I got rid of all my music. So then I thought, what, you know, what am I going to do? And then obviously acapella was the only way to go, to be honest with you, like using my voice. But I didn't even know what nasheeds were, bro. I didn't even know oh, what yeah. it was like. Yeah, I didn't even know. I, did. I didn't know nothing about the religion like that. Well, my mom and dad were practicing, alhamdulillah, but, oh, yeah. you know, we're British born lads. Yeah. We're, we're confused yeah. with our identity, in it? So we don't yeah. know what we're going to do. Oh, so um, I had to teach myself the religion. The beautiful, the beautiful thing about, you know, our King Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when, when we get guided, especially from Jahaliyyah, is that we don't come, we, we don't come um, by what our parents have taught us, which, which is important, but we, come, we've, we do our own research. So there's yeah. nobody who can tell us otherwise when we come in with our own research. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's people all the time trying to fight about, you know, saying stuff about Islam and all that, but it's never affected me, subhanAllah, because um, I came into it with a good foundation, alhamdulillah, and I'm still learning and we never stop learning, right, as Muslims. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was that. And, giving the guitar up was super hard, man. Like every day, like, you know, I, 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 I want to, I want to, you know, pick a guitar up or use music and all that. That's my own personal struggle. Like you probably have your own struggle. My struggle is music. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, so it was a, it was difficult, but at the same time, it was a good feeling because when you're doing something for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, things become so easy in life, bro. Because yeah. human beings don't, don't, don't appreciate when you do things for them, which we all know, right? They will, but then you do anything wrong to them and they'll remember that. And you're like, bro, I did like 10 good things for you last month. You know, and, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is you, we kind of fathom his mercy and his kindness towards us. So um, for me, it's like when I do it for Allah, that's where I get my satisfaction in life from. I don't, I don't look to do it for anybody. Uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's a really, really silly thing to do in life. Anybody, who, inshallah, people watching this, my advice is that don't listen to, like, don't do anything for anybody. Do it for Allah, and if that person lets you down or whatever, you will still have that satisfaction that you did it for Allah. So now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give you back for that, you know, and, and there's nothing better than that. That's yeah. why they say make sure yeah. your intention, make sure your intention is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, that's true, you're right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never let you down, and yeah, like we were saying, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never let you down. Like, yep. you can, like people, like, we'll, we'll, we'll let, unfortunately, we'll let each other down, but. You'll never, you'll, never, you'll never be disappointed by that Exactly, exactly. Alhamdulillah. That, that's the key, man, in life. Like, I always say to people, like, how, no matter how far you are from Islam, just make sure you pray Salah. Make yeah. sure that you, even if you pray one, man, because eventually you'll start, obviously it's fard to pray Salah. We know that's compulsory. There's no arguing in that. There's nothing like that. It's, it's, it's a compulsory, uh, like, tenant of our religion. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that people who are struggling we have to respect and support them 
But obviously, there are. If there's people going that I don't have to pray, then you're like, whatever, bro. Like, you know, yeah. do you or whatever. So do you? Yeah. May Allah subhanahu wa taala guide you and guide me. I mean, but if there's people out there who are trying, and say for example, they say to us, oh, I'm praying one a day. Don't go, oh, Achi, what are you doing? You're only praying one a day. It's five a day. No, yeah. they're they're trying in it, and that's the. As long as we're trying for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa taala, Allah subhanahu wa taala will never ever ever leave us. In fact, even when we are disobedient to Allah, Allah doesn't leave us. You know, especially for people who are trying to come back to the deen and, you know, and even if they're far away from the deen, don't, don't let go of your salah, you know, mm. at the end of the day, because that, that, that is what keeps us, you know, there, you know, that's the one thing that we do is so unique as Muslims, subhanAllah, that Allah has blessed us with is that, that connection we, had with, we have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala five times a day. Imagine the master, the majesty of the universe gives us the opportunity to connect with him five times a day. Like, yeah. Now imagine your favorite CEO that you look up to or favorite footballer or whatever, bro, they wouldn't even, they didn't even, they wouldn't even say hello to you if you walk past them. Like, you don't want to, you know, so, it, you know, we spend and we invest money in their shirts and their products and whatever, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us that opportunity five times a day. And even you know, more, really, we can turn back to Allah whenever, but I'm saying there's that time in salah, in sujood, you know, so um, it's important that no matter how far you are from Islam, still try to hold on to something, you know, with, with that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's just about your lifestyle, isn't it? Kind of yes. your lifestyle. And like, talking about that, I wanted to kind of get the different, like, get a bit of an insight about the difference in the lifestyles that you, you've kind of had two different lives, if you, yeah. could, you could say. So how was, what was the difference between your lifestyle, the way you lived your life before and now? Because you made a huge transition in terms of what you're producing in terms of content. And yeah. did, that, did that come also as a result of the way you lived your life? Of course, because obviously, you know, when I started practicing, as I said, my whole life had to change. Yeah. Like everything had to change. I remember there was one instance where I found out that interest riba was haram. Yeah. And uh, I found out that I had it on my bank account. Like oh, wow. I, had an over, I had an overdraft limit. Yeah. And I enjoyed that overdraft limit because it was like 1,500 pounds. So um, I was like, I went to the bank. And I, I, you know when, you know, the beautiful thing is, again, when you do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything becomes easy. But as a human being, I was like, 1,500 pounds to just be there for me when I need it. Yeah. I was like, oh man. So I went to the bank and I looked at the guy and I went, I want to get rid of my overdraft limit. And the guy looked at me and he went, oh, okay. And he looked, I swear down, he looked at me and he goes, are you a Muslim? And I oh, went, wow. yeah, yeah. And he, and he smiled. And this guy wasn't a Muslim because I read his name. It was, it was a Hindu name. Okay. And that means that a lot of people, mashallah, right. come and do that. And yeah. there was a good feeling to know that you know, that I wasn't alone in that moment of trying to correct my wrongs and, you know, getting rid of everything out of your life and changing. Look, thing is, bro, like, I'm still a product of my environment. I'm still, I've still come from a, a very bad past. I've st I still deal with it every day. But now I just, I suppress a lot. Not suppress, um, I'm free in the sense where a lot, I, I, I do, every, like, I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, I love Allah the most and I fear Allah the most. Yeah. So my, my life is that if I hurt anybody, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get told off. Let's say told off. I'm just like you know you know example by Allah. Allah subhanahu wa taala is gonna deal with me, and I don't want that. I don't want to anger Allah. And when I do good, I want to do it for Allah as well. So when we when we can find that like kind of moment in life where we can find a place where we're like you know what I'm gonna do for Allah's sake everything good and not trying to do bad that is when you find an inner kind of peace which by the way look 
we're never going to get to the inner peace that we want because life is a struggle. So for yeah. the believer, dunya is hard. Like, yeah. I, I, actually, I get my non-Muslim friends, I've got all, most of my friends still from, are, are non-Muslims, but I've got lots, lots of Muslim friends. Obviously, more are Muslim friends, but my closest, some of my closest friends are non-Muslims. Yeah? And when I talk to them, they're like, sometimes you get like, like beaten down, bro, by, by Muslims, man. And he got we and they go we don't ever see that with the non-Muslim artists, and I go bro you have to understand when you do something for Allah, the shaitan is gonna the devil's gonna try and send all kinds of minion your way. He's gonna send everybody your way to try to say to you bring you back and yeah it's difficult. But Alhamdulillah for everything you know. So there was a huge there's a huge transition. Like I don't know what your journey is, but you know um, you know we 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 we've all come from somewhere where we're trying to end, end. And now all of our, mine and your end goal is the same. We want to go to Jannah. That's the end goal, ultimately, right? But it's how we get there, you know? And um, when, I, when I record the sheet now, bro, I feel happy, man. Like, I feel so happy when I'm in the studio, when I'm recording, and I'm praising Allah. But when I was in the studio back in the day, even then I used to remember, I used to be like, man, always like feeling like empty, constantly, the co even though I'm a very competitive guy still because yeah. it's very important to be competitive because look I want to be the best Rashid artist in the world I'm, not, I'm never going to deny that because I will work hard to get to the top inshallah and sure. we should never be afraid to say that as people you yourself bro you should never be afraid to say that you want to have the best podcast in the world because we have a lot so that means we can do whatever we want you know so it's the kind of aspect that now the place I'm in now when it comes to the shoes and the transition that I had um, I feel, I feel, I feel at peace with my existence. But every day I go through hardships. I mean, come on, yeah. man! Like this is dunya, isn't it? Yeah, dunya, dunya. You're gonna go through hardship all the time, and don't let that stray you as well. You know. Yeah, that's true. Because you have to remember that the dunya was a curse for our and we're kind of chasing yeah. it. Like we're yeah. kind of we're being like, you see, the next, the next foe, the next. We're chasing a lifestyle. We're chasing a life that. It's actually not very beneficial, but exactly. the way it's shown or in a way it's marketed to us makes it yeah. very appealing. But it's not going to help us in the in the hereafter. Like we're all like we're kind of we want to have the next the next like next pair of shoes, jack, jacket, all that sort of stuff. But we're all going to be buried in a white cloth. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 yeah. We have to kind of change our mindset away. Exactly. You completely. You're making complete sense because once you want want the new trainers, right? the new, uh, you know, Gucci's or the, the Louis Vuitton's or yeah. the Balenciaga, whatever, bro, you're going to go out, yeah? You're gonna, it's going to rain or it's going to be a bit muddy, yeah? And you'll be like, oh, man, <laughs> you're going to look down and you'll be like, oh, okay, what's happening? That is what dunya is, actually. Like, it is yeah. gonna, this, what, that is a representation of dunya. It, it. It's, it's temporary. It's temporary because mm. then you're going to want to buy the next thing because your friend's yeah. going to be like, oh, guess what? They released another one. You're like, they released something last week. Yeah. But they know what they're doing. Consumerism is a religion, and and a lot of us fall for and all, a lot of us fall for that trap. Materialism is uh, is 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 failing people, man. Like, come on, you know, um, you know, this 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 emptiness of selling a go selling a dream, which the person who's selling it to you is not even living themselves. Every rap video, the cars are hired. They don't even they can't even afford it. But they're yeah. telling you that, you know what, look at me driving in this car and look at me hiring this club out and, you know, everyone's in it. No, you've hired it for a certain amount. Even me, bro, like, I laugh when I do, like, when I have a fancy car in my video, yeah? Mm. I go, yeah, I, that's not my car. 
Like, I'm over on my side. Like, we borrow it. Yeah. We borrow these guys like, at the end of the day. Because, yeah, yeah, strive to become rich in dunya, of course. But of course. try to, not try, do it the correct way. Yeah. Because ultimately, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gives us our wealth. Yeah, and Allah true. gives it and Allah takes it. You know, like Allah gives us health, Allah takes away the health. Like Allah gives us life, Allah takes away the life. Like Allah guides us, Allah misguides. Does that make sense? Because at the end of the day, like, we are the one, when we go astray, yes, we do that. But it's up to Allah if we're guided or not. You know, some people might misconstrue that I'm saying Allah misguides us stuff. Really. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that Allah guides. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who guides. But when we're misguided, it's up to Allah for us to be guided. But when we're guided and if we're arrogant, then we can easily fall off the deen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us, how dare you show your arrogance when I've given you that privilege of being guided to my, my, the truth of this dunya, of Islam, and you know, of, of believing in one God. And the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the yeah. final messenger. So it's, it's very easy to be taken, get carried away by this world, man. Yeah. You make a great point about like, how everything that's like, that's advertised to us and that the people themselves who are advertised to you they know it's not healthy for you like it's, it's the same with like the iphone steve jobs he didn't let his family have, have the iphone exactly. like, i was shocked when i heard that he didn't let his family have food computers it's the same with all like um, burger kings you can let you can let having that they're not but it's just about no it's way about feeling to everyone else isn't it yeah no way brother we, the, the bad thing is that um billionaires yeah Billionaires don't actually, billionaires wear the same clothes. They're weird, by the way. Yeah, they have one yeah. color t-shirt. There's a known thing. They're all, they've all got some kind of mindset they do, yeah? Mm. Is they, they won't have fancy cars and, you know, this good. Brother, like, the, but, but the, the guy, the musician or the whatever, yeah, is selling you something, yeah? Even, you know, you see the young kids and all that. But look, um, are you, what is your origin? What's your, what's, what is your origin? Where your mom and dad from? Pakistan. Pakistan, yeah. So we're Pakistani. So we've been to many Pakistani weddings, right? Where the, they've got the cars out and they've got the Lamborghini, they've got the Bentley, they've got that, yeah. And then, but bro, you haven't even got that for a full day. They've mm. hired it out for you for half a day. Yeah, you've got to give that car back after. And if you have any marks on it, you're done. Your, your deposit's not going to come back to you. Uh, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a falsehood at the end of the day. And that's exactly what everything is else is apart from Islam. Literally, that is exactly what it is. You know, the, you can't compare anything to Islam because Islam is hot. We live in, the, in the, we're supposed to live in a simple way. Yes, but we are allowed to uh, achieve success and be rich. Yes, but what I'm saying is that is that every billionaire you're speaking about, bro, like Warren Buffett is one of the richest, richest yeah. men in the world, bro. He says he hasn't. He's, he lives in the same house he lived in since the 50s. Yeah, and he hasn't taken his watch off. Yeah. Like, he hasn't taken his watch off, like, you know, from the time of when basically, like, like when he was a, a young kid. And now look at, the, look at these guys. Look at, look at the rappers. Mm. The Rolex. I've got the new Rolex. You know, that. but you haven't, you haven't got a house. Mm. You haven't even got a house. You don't even have something that's important, real estate. Yeah, invest in real estate. If you want to invest in anything, forget jewellery, because that devalues apart from gold. Yeah. yeah. And men can't wear gold anyway. Unless you've got the, the bullions like under your bed, yeah? Yeah, whatever. But don't, inv I had, a, I had a, someone's interview the other day going, yeah, you know what? I, bought, I buy jewelry before I buy a house. I was like, what kind of message is that to give anybody, yeah. bro? Like, who yeah. does that? Like, this is why our, our youth, our kids, 
I would think are getting completely, they're getting destroyed by consumerism. And every single one of these people, bro, who are doing it, like you said, the Bill Gates, the Steve Jobs, they don't even consume their own products. They just don't even consume their own products. So it yeah. tells you something, doesn't it? It's quite, it's quite telling, but it's difficult though, man. You're, you're fighting against like a huge machine, bro. Constantly pumping out, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. And it's constant, constant. Mm. 100%. And I think it's like these billionaires who don't wear that the fancy, glamorous clothes. I think it's also a thing of like they've got the money, so they know they can afford it. It's one of those things exactly. that they know they can afford it, but they don't have to buy it. I think it's also like with the thing about these rappers who drive the Lambos and stuff. It's almost as if they're trying to convince other people rather than themselves. Yes. Like, That's it. You, what, you, like you're not impressing anyone. It's like where you're wearing a pair of what's it, Louis Vuittons or something like that. They're like eight hundred shoes. You go there and you're showing someone a pair of shoes. You you buy them to impress someone. They look at your shoes. They say, "All right, nice shoes," and then they continue with the day. They don't care. And exactly. It's I mean, it's just, not gonna. Yeah. No, so true, bro. Because I tell you something. What's more valuable is giving someone a good piece of advice. Exactly. Because they'll remember that for the rest of their life. Like mm. in, in I'll, t- I'll give you an example in Jahalia, right? Yeah. I was in Jahalia and uh, we were out one night, yeah? I'm not, gonna, I'm not exposing my sins here, but I'm just, giving, I'm just telling a story. Yeah. We were out one night and we woke up, we were uh, awake early, yeah? And one of my cousins, yeah, was out at whatever. He was obviously like doing whatever he was doing, right? He everyone, all these people are guided now. And uh, he, was, um, he, he was in the car and it was, it, you could tell he wasn't in, in the right state of mind, yeah? yeah? But he goes to me, yeah? He goes, Omar. I went, yeah, yeah, go on. He goes, uh, and he's my older kind of cousin. He goes, Omar, let me tell you, let me give you one piece of advice, yeah? I went, in my mind, I was laughing. In my mind, I was looking at my cousin, the other cousin, going, now you giving me advice, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah? And he goes, Omar, remember, if you ever get married, make sure that you marry a Muslim woman. Because, and I was like, this guy's crazy. But, and then he goes, because she's the foundation of your family. Your children will learn about the religion because she's a Muslim. Regardless of what type of Muslim she is, she'll still have that, even if it's cultural or whatever, she'll have that Allah, oh Allah, you know, you know, Alhamdulillah. She'll have that in her, she'll have a root foundation and your kid will get off that. It will take the leaves off that and all that. And I never forgot that. Never forgot that, brother. Never. Imagine, even in the States, in, in that time, what we were in our lives, that advice I never forgot. But that's what I mean, bro. That, that, is, that is what is true. Not someone saying, oh, let me get you, you know, look at this jewelry I got. You're not benefiting me. Like, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not investing in my kids' private school. I didn't yeah. make nice watch. All the best, yeah. you know. And, bruv, like, it's just, I feel sorry for the, 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 the new generation, the kids who are in high school now. Because they're, 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 the pressure must be mad for them, bro. Yeah. It must be mad. Because it's constant Instagram, bro. It's constant, mm. you know, TikTok or whatever. You know, let me, oh, let me, oh my God, I got to do TikTok. Let me dance on the video for a quick. You're like, give me a break, man. Like, how many, how many platforms are you going to give me? Like, yeah. you know, you know what I'm trying to say, bro. And the fact of the matter is that it's like, it's constant, constant. I remember when we were, when we were growing up, yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't not far away from this generation, but we were, it was, this stuff was just new coming mm. through, yeah. But it yeah. wasn't so prevalent. Everything mm. is now on the mobile. If you want to see anything, you can find it. If That's your friends, true. you know, there's, there's an Instagram life and there's a, there's a real life. Because Instagram, true. everyone on Instagram, everyone is, most people are lying. Yeah, mm-hmm. most people are lying, you know, especially the ones who are showing off. 
you know, mm. there, there are some sincere, of course, people on Instagram, of course, but of course. most people are. I mean, you're not going to find billionaires on Instagram, bro. You, you uh, just, they, they ain't got time because they're making money. Yeah, and if they do yeah. have an Instagram account, they'll have someone to control it for them. Yeah, they're they definitely not touching that Instagram account. Because they don't need it. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not important to them. It's not priority. Exactly. And I think that's the problem I think we have, is that we're kind of getting our priorities mixed up. We're looking at yeah. what's, what's, what's actually important in our lives. And even from, even like going away from being like not, of course, the most important thing, of course, but even thinking about education, for example, like what's more important, impressing your teacher or impressing the people on Instagram? What, what's more important? What's, you find you're getting exactly. priority mixed up, impressing the wrong people. Exactly, because you know the thing is, bro, like, you know, I was really bad in school, really bad. Yeah. I was so bad, bro. Yeah, yeah I, I was so bad when I was growing up that I didn't even turn up to my GCSEs. Wow. I just didn't turn up to them. And uh, I just didn't care, bro. There was, my mom, my, mom, my, my, my dad was always away. Uh, you know, he was always in, away working or he was in Pakistan looking, look, look, with his mum and all that. Yeah. And I was raised by like, the women and my brothers were all older and they like, moved out. And I was like, you know, and, and what I'd seen in, in, in the environment around me, you know, I just didn't care, bro. Like, yeah. no one could tell me. Yeah. So I remember I went to, I did that. And I go to, I go, my mom, my mom was so angry with me. She goes, I went, yeah, but my, I was, I go, I go, mom, but listen, I go, listen, if I went, I would have got a bad grade. But now what they're going to do is they're going to make me retake the GCSEs and I'll revise harder for them. And my mom went, my mom was like, my poor mom was like, all right, but no, it's wrong. You did wrong, 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 all that. Bro, when I went back here yeah, in August, yeah, like in, uh, late August, and I went, I didn't think you didn't turn up. I went, yeah, you know, I wasn't, I, wasn't, yeah, I just wasn't well. Like that. And they went, okay, well, all the better. You're going to go to sixth form now and you're going to have to do GMVQ or whatever it was. I can't remember what it was. I went, what? So you're not going to let me retake them? They went, no, I'm taking your predicted grades. My predicted grades? Bro, let's just, let's just say that it's an embarrassment for me to even look back at my life sometimes in education. I didn't care. I didn't yeah. care. Like, mm. I'm, I can, I'd resonate with so many youth out there that one thing I regret, bro, is I, 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 I could do it, but I didn't care. I, I lacked concentration. Yeah. I wanted other stuff, man. I wanted to get rich quick. I, I, the people I was surrounded by were the wrong people. Like, you know, there was things we would do that were being done, which was not correct in any, any form, you know, at the end of the day. And it was just a kind of, now I sit back, bro. And I think I'm so thankful to my king that he gave me a talent. Because, mm. bro, I don't know what I would be doing. Yeah. I don't know what I would be doing, man. And, yeah. and, and, and that is the thing, like, you have to rethink, really yeah? Is ultimately, bro, yeah, when you act a certain way and you want to impress your friends and all that, yeah, 10 years down the line, most of these people are not going to be your friends. Mm. You're going to be the one who's going to be, you're, going to do, you're the one who's going to be suffering the consequences individually. Mm. Like, if I, if I can't find a job, my friends are suffering. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. Mm. That makes sense. If, if I'm not, if I can't, you know, get in, be, be in a good relationship, it's not my friend. It's my fault. That makes sense. If I can't be good, a good friend, ultimately it's me because I'm going to be all on my own. Yeah. So, bro, we, these things are very, you know, we have to really pay attention to things for ourselves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it goes back to doing it, you know, doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and understanding that this dunya is very, very short, man. It's very temporary. Mm. And uh, may Allah make it easy for our youth, man. Mm. I mean, because it, it's tough out there, man. Like, mm. you know, recently the Pakistani independence and like, it's like every year, bro. Like it's so hilarious, man. Like 
you know, alhamdulillah for Pakistan because it's a Muslim country. But the guys who go around and, you know, in their car, hired cars, yeah, or, or, or they got their car on HP or something. And, and the fact of the matter is that so I saw a sheikh say yesterday, he goes, I want to just congratulate all the brothers who are driving down, you know, the roads, you know, driving, you know, waving the Pakistani flag, listen to Indian Bollywood songs. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's so true, bro. Like, subhanAllah, it's like, the, the, it's, I was there, man. I was there. I never really did the Pakistani thing, to be honest with you. Yeah. Never did that. I was never like, involved in that. But, um, like, um, we were all there once upon a time, and we pray yeah. that Allah gives hidayah, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and inshallah, they will, you know, we will. We, we, we've just got to unite, man. We've got to understand yeah. that only Allah cares about us, man. Nobody else but that's Allah true. cares about us. That's true. That's true. I mean, you talked about like, how it's, how it's tough for the youth nowadays and stuff. And obviously, mashallah, in the position that you were in, you are a role model to the youth, mashallah. How, how is that kind of, do you, is it a struggle? Is it our kind of being a role model for young Muslims? Yeah, thanks, thanks for Jisakulahan for saying that. I don't think I am. I, I, as I said in the beginning, I'm just your normal brother. I'm mm. just trying. I, what I try to do, my brother, is I try to. Um, my my my, my uh, um, area of expertise, thanks to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, is art, is nasheeds, yeah. and I'm trying to give my my brothers and sisters an alternative, so they don't have to listen to um, um, the new artists out there. Yeah. Uh, you know the, the 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 little this or little that or whatever whatever whoever else is out there new or yeah. the Drakes or whatever. Yeah. Is my my job is to show that we can be excellent in praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. and his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, 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 and that's my job, is to give them that alternative, inshallah. Um, mm. it's, it's a struggle because yeah. you have to remember like our youth and peer pressure is a, is a huge issue, you know, at the end of the day. And very few people are independent-minded. Very few people are leaders, bruv. You know, yeah. lots of people are followers. And, mm. and the thing is that, but we are made as Muslims to be leaders, but we have to follow the Quran and Sunnah. We've got a clear mm. guide. We've got a clear guide to follow Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, our King, and then our Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And obviously, we respect the pious predecessors after, but that is our guide, the Quran and Sunnah. Mm. So for me, bro, it's like it's, it is a responsibility. Um, you know, listen, man. Every day, my struggle is music. Every mm. day, I want to. Every day, I want to go back to music, but that's mm. my struggle, and yeah. I've been dealing with it since 2011. So nobody can tell me that. Oh. You know, bro, it's easier said than done. No, I suffer every day. I suffer yeah. every day. I was music was my religion. Astaghfirullah. I mm. was a musician for goodness sake. That was my life. That was my. That was what I wanted to become. Everything about me was music. Listen to music. Waking up. Sleep to music. Iron my clothes. Shower to music. Eat to music. Drive to music. You know, have fun to music. Or everything. Music of my life. Yeah. And then 2011, I cut it all out. And now, if you sit in my car, literally, so funny. You sit in my car, bro. You get in the car, no nothing. I, I drive all the time because of my, you know, because of my work and all that. Yeah. Bro, my car, I'm, I'm driving in silence. And people right. say, you're mad. You what? They're like, what, you don't even listen to your own nishi? I go, why would I listen to my own nishi for? <laughs> I need to listen to my own nishi when I'm listening to in the studio. But, mm. and, and also when I'm like, when I'm, when I'm taking a, the demo from the studio and just getting a vibe of it. But apart from that, when I've released it, that's job done. I'm not listening to it again. Yeah. I didn't they? Like, you know, unless I've got to re rehearse for it to perform. But, it's a responsibility, but I'm, 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 I, I'm very happy to take on the pressure on my shoulders because I'm doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, if, if, if I can't, if I can't burden this responsibility of 
trying to support my brothers and sisters out there, young and old, then at the end of the day, I'm, I'm lightweight, man. Like, like, you know, what am I doing compared to what other great Muslims have done in the past? I'm doing nothing. I'm just trying to give an halal entertainment aspect of it, you know, yeah. and at the end of the day. So, yeah, I, I thrive on it, bro. I absolutely love it. I love the competition, man. I love mm. it when other artists put out a machine and it's good because I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to record, go in the studio, make my machine better than that. Like, but it's a healthy competition. It's healthy. Know? At the end of the day, it's not, it's not, it's not uh, it, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're allowed to have good jealousy, if that makes sense. There's a, such a thing as yeah. like, saying, mashallah, tabarakallah, and yeah. making dua for them. Not going, not, not the evil eye, not going, you know, yeah. Yeah. But, it, but it's competition, it's healthy. And, and as I said, I'm always trying to release the, the nasheed that's going to be the one, you know, always working at that, that one, you know, and uh, yeah, I always think I've got the one, by the way, every time I, every time I'm sitting, at, I, I, I actually recorded one last week, I'm not going to lie, and I personally think it's the best nasheed I've done in my life, but mm. at the end of the day, like, and I don't feel that often, mm. but I'm scared, I get scared, because obviously, you know, when you create something and you think it's the best thing you've done, and you put it out, and say, for example, you don't tell anybody, and you think, man, I wish I did a bit better, you know. But you know, I don't have a marketing budget, so at the end of the day, so I everything I do, I put it out there, and I, Bismillah, that's it. I don't have a marketing budget. Like Ed Sheeran, the biggest artist in the world, he has million-pound marketing budgets, mm. you know, and he still will release an album and put his his album on every single bus stop in England and yeah. around the world. Yeah, me, me, I got I ain't got no money, so I put it on YouTube mm. and say Bismillah a bit. Hopefully, it catches an algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it catches that. So. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, may Allah to allow me to make more money so I can actually invest in a, in a marketing sure. budget for once. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it and then everything else is by the will of Allah isn't it? Of course, of course. Yeah, but I just wanted to like also kind of talk about, so we, we talked a lot about um, how the whole lifestyle of rappers and stuff like that and celebrities, etc. And I just wanted to get um, your thoughts on if, if there's... You have the idea of a celebrity. Do you think it's, there's a possibility to have a Muslim celebrity? Because there's, there's, there's always this kind of perception of what a celebrity is. And generally, it does go against the typical idea of what a Muslim should be. Do you think there's possibility to have a Muslim celebrity? Yeah, because the, the, really the, the, the breakdown of the word celebrity just really means cele celebrating someone. Mm. Really, it doesn't really mean anything else but that because uh, maybe because the it's uh, you know celebrities at the end it gives it that kind of thing. But I think of course you can, and I, we need that. I think we need that uh, because ultimately the thing is that you know there's so many people out there who non-Muslims have and Muslims have as well, which are doing things against Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We need brothers and sisters who are working according to the Quran and Sunnah, but doing it in a classy way, bro. You can do things in a classy way, like you know Subhanallah, like. At the end, they like, um, there's many ways to do things in a classy way. Like when I do a nasheed, I did a nasheed called dunya, right? It's urban nasheed, right? I did yeah. it in a classy way. I didn't, we didn't dance in it because we can't, mm -hmm. right? We didn't yeah. do anything like that. We just, you know, we did it in a classy way. Like there's things, there's ways that we can do things and we can do it within the realms at the end of the day. Uh, but this is, I do believe that at the end of the day, but there are many people who will disagree because people, the thing with the Muslim community, yeah, bro is that the big thing is, yeah, this is what I, it really actually irritates me a bit, is that, you know, you get a lot of the thing of, oh, you know what, don't, don't speak too much about the good in your life, you know, evil eye and all that. Well, why do you, what, okay, then why don't we address that? Why don't we address the situation of why are Muslims, why are Muslims jealous of other Muslims then? Let's address that. Let's, let's, let's get rid of that disease then. 
instead of blaming the person who's sharing his excellence for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you're saying, oh, no, no, Aki, you know, don't show too much good, you know, because I might be jealous of it. What are you talking about? How, what, are you mad? Like, so who works like that, bro? Non-Muslims don't even work like that. No. Literally, non-Muslims will put something out, I want a Grammy. You don't ever hear in the comments, don't do that. I never want a Grammy in my life. Don't do that. What are you talking about? Well, guess what? Who cares? Work hard and you win the Grammy. Does that make sense? Like, but we are the Muslims, yeah, who, I don't, I don't show my wife online because she doesn't want to be shown online. But yeah. I'll show a picture of her wearing the niqab. She doesn't wear the niqab, she wears the hijab. But I'm lying yeah. to you. I'll put it, I get messages, bro. You know, I've, I've, you know I've, you're, you're showing your happiness. I'm, I'm not married. What's that got to do with me? Yeah. Like, get married. Yeah. Don't, don't, show, don't show your evil eye to me then. Like, how about, yeah. what about this? How about you switch it and go, mashallah, tabarakallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this brother, my brother, even more happy. You know why? Because yeah. we know that when we make dua for someone, the angels make dua, dua for us. Yeah. You know, this is a big issue in the Ummah, Ahi. Like, you know, like, oh, evil. Yeah, we respect evil eye. Of course we do. We, I'm not saying don't believe in the evil eye. But let's not be from the people who are constantly going, oh, no, 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 don't do it. The evil eye. Okay. I respect that. But let's, let's change the dialogue. Let's, let's change the dialogue. Let's give, let's, to protect ourselves from evil eye, let's do Ayatul Kursi, the four goods, morning and evening. Let's give Sadaqah to protect ourselves from the evil eye. Let's do everything we can to protect ourselves from it. Because we know we respect, we respect the evil eye. We, we believe in it because it's from the deen of Islam. But we should not be the ones who are constantly saying it. Going, oh, you got a new car? Oh my God, I drive a bicycle, man. I, I can't handle it. Like, yo, duh, duh, what is wrong with you, man? Like, yeah. mashallah, say mashallah, tabarakallah. Say alhamdulillah. Say, oh, Allah, give him more. Allah will give you. Wallahi, my bro, like, you know, when I see pictures of kids, I don't show my kids online, but when I see pictures of kids, wallahi, I make it a responsibility that if I come across it, a, a, a child, I say, mashallah, tabarakallah, I make dua for their long life and their health and their piety. Because at the end of the day, actually, like, dua is the weapon of the believer. You know, like, you know, they say going to weddings and, oh, they're doing the big, okay, they, I don't agree with the big wedding thing. At the end yeah. of the day, you know, we're Pakistanis and we have to fight that. I have to fight my corner yeah. about my wedding yeah. thing. But the thing is that, you know, we should maybe, like, speak to people with, 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 with humble words, man. If we speak to each other with humble, yeah, being humble. I'm not, by the way, saying, yeah, that if someone's doing horror, I'm not, by the way, I'm not the guy that if there's a, a girl or a guy out there, yeah, and they're going, yeah, I'm with my, a brother's going, I'm with my girlfriend, mashallah. I'm like, are you mad? You're yeah, moving mad, bruv. You know, you're moving mad. You're saying, mashallah, to your girlfriend. Like, yeah. you're, you're taking, you're mocking the deen, yeah? You don't want to know that. But I'm, and I'm not from that school where if I see bad, I'm like, oh, we don't know what's in their heart. No, no, no. I'm not from that part. If you, if you show me haram, I'm going to hate it in my heart. And I'm going to make dua for you. I'll never leave a comment. I've never left a comment like that on anyone's thing like that. I'm not like that, yeah? I ain't got time for that, by the way. But I'll hate it in my heart, yeah, at the end of the day. Like, when, for example, I'll give you an example. For me, it's so simple. Is that if I come across a video where a brother's got a beard and he's, and he's coming across as practicing or a sister's got a video. I'm not saying I watch his video. If I come across it and I hear music in it, I hate it. Because I'm like, you've got a bigger responsibility. You've got a bigger responsibility. No matter what your opinion is, you've got a bigger responsibility. Because your opinion is nothing compared to the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam's opinion. Because if my Prophet Muhammad Wasallam said, stay away from music, who are you to tell me that I should listen to music? Who are you to tell me about the difference of opinion? Uh, yeah, I respect you, but I'm sorry. 
my Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam's opinion is the only opinion after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't give me none of that. I respect your scholars or this who said that. But if my Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, stay away from instruments, who are you going to listen to? It's, it's simple as that, my bro. Like, you know, I say this to people who do music. I say, if you listen to music and, 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 and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam knocked on your door, what would you do? I'll yeah. stop the music, I'll stop the music. Yeah, of course. But guess what? The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam wouldn't even come near your room because he would hear it from far. Yeah, because we know in his, in, in, in his life, he heard it and he used to cover his ears. So he wouldn't even come near you. So what, imagine that. We want the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to look at us on the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah you know, and say, you know, you are from my um, ummah. And, and, and I'm not saying, bro, I'm not condemning people to listen to music, by the way, man. I'm not, yeah. I'm not that guy, by the way. I'm not, that, I'm not the guy who can say, astaghfirullah, I never will say to this is the people of hellfire, astaghfirullah. Like, you yeah. know, who, only Allah knows that. But all I'm saying is that, is that there's, there should be a balance. Yeah. There should be a balance of showing love when you see good. And there's, and there's also, like, dis, disliking something which is not from the deen. You know, we should not be from the people who go, but we don't know what's in their heart. Yeah, I respect that. But if they're showing me they're doing haram, what do you want me to do? Hmm. Like, how shall I take it? How shall I take it? Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go and do research on their intentions and all that kind of stuff? And, you know, all right. If they do it privately, that's a different thing, bro. Don't expose someone's privacy. Like, if someone listens to music in their car and you're filming it undercover, yeah? If a sheikh listens to music, yeah? And you put it online, then you're in the wrong. Because yeah. that's their... That's their personal struggle, maybe, right? Yeah. But if they're now putting it on their own Instagram, yeah, and they've got a, a, a music player, you're like, what are you doing? Or, or, for example, they're doing some kind of, a, another kind of madness. Now, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, you're showing it to the world now. You made it public. Yeah. So now, you know, so, you know, you know, you know the youth love that saying, in it now? Only God can judge me, innit? Like, yeah? yeah. But that's not from even from the Dean, bro. Tupac said it. <laughs> Like at the end of the day, so I don't know where they're coming from with that, you know, and yeah. and, and 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 that's the thing we need to, we need to like, we need to love each other, man, and that's mad in it because there's there's a clear hadith that you know love for your brother and sister what you love for yourself, yeah, and isn't that so difficult to do though if you think about it, like like we saw what's happening with COVID, right? How many yeah. people were like rushing, milk was gone and food was the, the, the this struggle and well, you know every. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah, that was a mad one, isn't it? You know, I guess the Muslims were laughing at that one, isn't it? <laughs> so the thing is that, it's that, isn't it? Like, really, living by those words is so difficult. That's why yeah. it's so beautiful to constantly strive to live. And, bro, listen, bro, I struggle, man. Yeah. I struggle every day, you know, uh, with, 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 with this struggle, that struggle. And don't be afraid to say that my iman is low, because this is dunya, man. Mm. Like, we're never going to be perfect like the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yeah, of course. We're just, we're servants of Allah. So we have to constantly keep striving, 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 working for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake, you know, fearing Allah. If someone, if we, if, 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 if you're doing wrong and I can't see it, or sorry, your family and your friends or people you love can't see it, but the one who, it mat who, who matters the most, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can see it. Yeah. You know, and... That's a, that's, that's, a, that's the thing that I even believe that parents, schools, Islamic schools should put in their curriculum, bro. And the curriculum should be called Allah. Literally, learn about Allah, you know. And um, yeah, sorry, I strayed from your question a bit there, but I guess okay, the overall, so messages, that overall messages in there and all that, subhanAllah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, that was a great, I think that's a great place to end, actually. I'm the last one. Pleasure having you, uh, bro. Uh, 
have to speak again, inshallah. It's been a pleasure. Like I said before, it's been amazing to have you on. Um, where can they find you? Give us your socials. Um, any, everywhere, inshallah. You just uh, I, even from the beginning, you say look, if Google me, Yahoo, whatever, just type in Omar Isa, Omar and Isa ESA, and oh. everywhere will come up, subhanallah. Right. Um, you know, every, every, I'm gonna ask you something before I, I do go because I always find that when um, when I speak to people on the podcast for a few minutes, I like to just like to know about the person, like yeah, yourself. Like, what what is what are you doing at the moment? What like where have you come from? Obviously, not not too long or whatever. But what is your story? Because you know, I I don't know it. Well, I'm I'm just a 17 year old kid just trying to help give back to the Ummah, give back to them. And that's we kind of started working as an organisation to help empower young Muslims, be it through media, be it through art, because I think there is a lack of uh, emphasis on art and expression, because if you look in our history and your Islamic heritage, there's always been an emphasis on art, media, poetry, whatever it is. And I'm just kind of trying to help Muslims, young Muslims through that and kind of changing the narrative. As you see, like, we've seen how hard it is for youth, for the youth nowadays. And I think kind of yeah. changing the narrative where not all of us are like that. You know what I mean? Like there's 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 more good than bad, and that's that's the thing. And we're just striving with that. And obviously, we have our struggles, of course. But we're and at, and we're are you are you what what are you studying at the moment, or are, uh, you, not, are you working? Nah, I'm 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 going into my second year of A levels. So. Alhamdulillah. What do you want to do at university? Uh, law, inshallah. Ah, oh, mashallah, tabarakallah. That's alhamdulillah. That's amazing, man. So yeah, so you don't look seventeen, bro. You look older, man. You get that a lot. Oh, Too much. Yes, Too man. much. Yeah, mashallah. You look like a you look like a full fully grown man, mashallah, tabarakallah. Um, so, but that's really that's really inspiring, man. Like you know, now you're eight, finding out you're age seventeen. May Allah subhanahu wa taala like protect you, keep you on the sirat al mustaqim in your long, healthy, pious life, bro. Amen. I mean, and may Allah subhanahu wa taala allow you to achieve your dreams. I mean, and may Allah subhanahu wa taala allow you to when you become a lawyer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow you to be, live, live with your Islam and your life side by side, inshallah. Um, and, you know, you, you live within the fact of, I always say that we should, we should, um, we have to fit into Islam. So we don't yeah. fit Islam into our life, we fit into Islam. So we have to fit our life into Islam. Wow. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you amongst the righteous and, you know, the brothers um, who serves the ummah, man, like with your profession. Of law and there's many times, bro. We're we're always incriminated in it as Muslims, man. And yeah. may Allah subhanahu wa taala allow you to be a top lawyer who defends the honor of the sure. brothers and sisters who are being accused, you know, who are you know unjustly and you know you know you're standing up for hak. So it's it's very beautiful to hear that you know what you're doing. Alhamdulillah. And may Allah bless your podcast to um, become exactly. the top one. I mean, inshallah. Yeah, okay. Thank That's you, bro. Thank you for your time. Beautiful place to end. Um, it's been the Wahda podcast, brothers and sisters. You can check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're coming out soon. Till next time. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.